You see, it takes many janmas to get the transformation in your life. But for those who are already on the path, it was one step forward. For those who are not exposed to this at all, I think it was first step forward. And for those who are hanging in between, you know, it was a nudge to move forward to a better life. Uh, but it was a youth power uh, in Delhi which basically managed the event, uh, the entire event, right from planning to the execution to its final fruition. How successful it was, I'm no person to gauge that. Only Bhagwan can can gauge that. But I think uh, the youth was charged completely, you know. And I think it will go long way down in terms of expansion of our work here in the north. In terms of general masses who came, who had not had the privilege of having the divine darshan, I think their saga has started in my assessment. Down the road, I'm sure there were millions there who sat in that audience in Dwaraka or at Satsang International Center or on the roadsides of Delhi, you know, who took the glimpse of Bhagwan, and I think their lives would certainly change for the good. There would be a transformative effect to that effect for for the future and for future generations also. You know, uh, in this uh, glorious saga of Sai, it is not single lifetime which gets transformed. It transforms for generations ahead. Uh, that is the glory of this of the Sai. That was Mr. Jatinder Chima, State President of Sri Satyasai Organization, Delhi NCR Region, sharing his reflections about the impact of Bhagwan Baba's visit to the capital of India, New Delhi, in the month of April 2010. This was the last trip of Bhagwan in his physical form and it was truly significant for several reasons. Being the state president of Delhi NCR region, Mr. Chima was deeply involved in the planning and organization of this trip. And in a conversation with Radio Sai's Bishop Prishti, he shared in detail giving a day-by-day -day account of this historic visit. In this yet another episode of our continuing series, Trist with Divinity, let us now hear to this complete conversation with Mr. Jatinder Chima. Sairam, dear listeners, we are extremely fortunate to have in the studio of Radio Side today, Mr. Jatinder Chima. Mr. Chima is an eminent practicing corporate lawyer in Delhi and Toronto. But most importantly, Mr. Chima is the state president of the Sri Satyasai Seva Organizations of Delhi NCR region. For those not aware, NCR stands for the National Capital Region of India, which includes many vibrant cities surrounding New Delhi like Noida, Gurgaon, Faridabad, Ghaziabad and so on. And dear listeners, this interview is going to be very special because Mr. Chima has come to the studio on our request to share with us a very important story. In fact, it is no ordinary story. It is the story of his glory in the capital of India. And we cannot have any person better than him to speak to us about this because he is the key person who was responsible for planning and organizing this divine odyssey of Bhagwan to Delhi which happened from April 9th to April 18th, 2010. It was nine divine days of Bhagwan for all the devotees in Delhi and of course there was one day a short visit trip to Shimla and we are here to listen to him to fill our ears with this historic landmark visit of Bhagwan. Mr. Chima, a warm welcome to the studios of Radio Sai. Thank you, Bishop. 
So please tell us, how did this divine trip begin? Well, if you allow me to uh, sit at the outset, this divine visit is completely with the grace of Bhagwan. The duration, the time that was given to put this uh, whole program and uh, the entire event together was only nine days. And this could have not happened without His Divine Grace. It's so amazing because everything about this trip seems to be a multiple of nine. Swami was there for nine full days. It was from 9th till 18th and you had nine days to prepare for this event. Well, I think if I can go back a few months from the date of His arrival, which is the 9th of April. It was 29th of December. Here in Prashantinilliam, we had brought our Balvikas program from Delhi. At the end of the Balvikas program, Swami came down to take a photograph and bless the Balvikas children. And uh, I was by the side and I took the opportunity at that point of time to pray to Bhagwan that all his children in North India and all his devotees in Delhi are waiting, crying hearts are waiting for him to have his divine darshan in Delhi. And he gave a very emphatic response. He mm. said, mm. And that Which really, means I will definitely I come. I will definitely come. Which really soared our spirits. And silently when I went back from that trip in December, I put around uh, a team of 200 coordinators. These are young professionals from all across national capital regions, people from media, people who work in corporates, from all walks of life, who came together and we silently started preparing for the divine visit to see that uh, when the day arrives that we are fully geared up for the event in terms of our preparation. Second opportunity that we had uh, to pray to Bhagwan was on the 12th of February mm-hmm. when me and all our elders from Delhi, from the Satasai International Centre, we all came here together to pray to Bhagwan, And we shared our plans with him. We had a 25 minutes uh, interview in the veranda where we shared... The entire spectrum of things of what we felt we could do in Delhi to host Bhagwan. So he looked at it and my humble prayer on that day was, Swami, you come for 10 days to Delhi, but we have brought 7 days program. Swami, at the end of that interview, very benevolently and graciously said, 7 days is good. And we went back. So every step of the way, every time we came for to pray to him, he gave a positive signal to us that he was going to grace us with an opportunity to host this divine visit. The final was on the 13th of March. Uh, again, all the elders, uh, General Chibber, myself, Shiriras Gotraji, Opi Meraji, we all came together. A lot of senior members from the Delhi organization, we all came together to again jointly pray to Bhagwan. And it was 13th evening, he said that uh, I will let you know after the Sapta. I think there was a Bhagavatam Sapta which was going to go on. So after the auspicious rendition of Bhagavatam Sapta, it was on 30th of March. And if you recollect, that was the day that Swami actually ascended on the new stage at Prashantinilyam. Exactly. And to my surprise and to prayer of millions of hearts in Delhi, Swami was very, very kind to us. He accepted and he gave us the dates for his divine visit. In fact, I remember that evening, the way Swami blessed you so profusely there. We all were sitting there. So we knew something, there is some good news in there. Well, it was a significant day in my life as well. Because it was two years before, on 30th of March 2008, he had given me the responsibility to serve the Delhi organization as its president. It was Hanuman Jayanti on that day and I pray to Lord Hanuman every day Mm. and so it was very very auspicious day for me and um, a landmark day I would say in my life. I came back after he blessed me, I came back in the veranda, I took my seat there and um, first and foremost I thanked my parents who are no more, I lost them at a very young age. Thereafter I only took Bhagwan as my mother and father. I thanked them for bringing me to this world Mm. and then a quick splash of thought sort of went through my mind and it said, it was for this day that I was born to hear this news. So I'm sharing this with you today. Where in your lifetime you get an opportunity that the Lord bestows you such grace? That day I realized the reason of my birth was this. This is why Lord gave me the birth. And um, sitting there, Bhagwan after the Arati came down, he asked me when I was leaving, I told Bhagwan early morning, Tomorrow at about 3 a.m. I'm leaving and uh, so he blessed me 
and uh, next morning I left for Delhi to start preparing for this mammoth event, right. um, an historical event. Swami was returning to Delhi after 11 years in the 85th year of his advent. Absolutely. What could be greater for us? Uh, and so that his glory shines, and which always happens only with his divine grace. So essentially, when I returned that evening, that morning actually, I had scheduled a meeting of all my coordinators. It was a jam-packed hall at the Science International Center. All the coordinators who had worked for now three months in preparing for this divine visit, mm. they were all there. And, um, and with Bhagwan's grace, my opening lines to them was that, you know, you would have celebrated many Navaratris in your life. Nine nights from today, our Lord will ascend on Delhi. So our real Navaratri starts today and our sadhana, nine days and nine nights of sadhana must start from tonight so that we are able to put together everything to host Swami, to host his party, to host all the devotees who are going to come to take his divine darshan. So that was a night that we started in full gusto in terms of our preparation for arrival of Bhagwan on the 9th of April. So tell us uh, a little bit about how you went about preparing for this mammoth event. I know there are so many dimensions of preparations. After the 29th of December, we had faith that Bhagwan will bless us. And we worked on that faith. And ultimately, in his saga of love and glory, the first important step is that ultimate faith in his divinity. And also, every word that he says is infinite truth. You cannot ever, ever in your mind or heart question that. I think if you work with that, Bhagwan always blesses you. So with that infinite faith that Swami has said that which means that I will definitely come. We worked with that faith for three months. We started putting the plans together, our media teams, our PR team, our police teams, various teams. Even, again, you will say it's, it's very interesting. We had nine committees oh. uh, for this divine visit. So <laughs> nine becomes a very significant number again. Mm-hmm. We had nine committees in preparation for this divine visit. And uh, so they had all basically done their spade work and homework for in, over these three months. The plans were ready. Now it was time to execute them. Mm. Okay. And the message of Swami's arrival also was disseminated? Through various media? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. What we did, uh, we had a four-page supplement, which was essentially on Bhagwan and his mission for over last 70 years, which came out in the Hindustan Times. Hindustan Times is a very well-read paper in North India. It has a circulation of over 10 lakh in Delhi itself, Delhi and North National Capital Region. So we took out a four-page supplement uh, on the 6th of April. Then on the day of Swami's arrival, which was 9th of April, we took out a two-full-page welcome supplement in the Hindustan Times, the Times of India, and the Navbharat Times, which is a Hindi paper, So, which meant basically a circulation of over 26 lakh copies on a single day, which was on 9th of April, to reach out to the masses with what Bhagwan's mission is, and also to let them know that the Lord was arriving on the 9th of April. That was a big splash in the media. We had requests from across the media, both in the print as well as electronic media, to cover this event, uh, which we acceded to for the public darshans at Dwaraka. The other important day was 13th of April, because uh, it was Baisakhi and it was New Year Day in the north. Uh, and so we had a f- another two-page supplement come out in Times of India on that day, wishing our uh, readers a happy Baisakhi and to also celebrate it in the divine and immediate presence of Bhagwan on that day at the Dwarka grounds, which he did, bestowed the Dwarka grounds with that grace to be present on that occasion that evening to the musical program. You mentioned about Dwarka grounds. I guess that was the place where the devotees had darshan of Bhagwan. Yeah, yeah. So, and where did Bhagwan stay? Bhagwan was in Satsai International Center. He, that was his residence. That is now his abode for posterity. Bhagwan stayed there. We have some grounds in Satsai International Center which can accommodate up to six and a half thousand people. We had put up a huge uh, hangar tent over that whole building so that we could accommodate as many people as possible. But obviously, uh, Bhagwan is a magnetic personality. So, everybody cannot be there in the center. So, we had arranged the Dwarka grounds where the pandal was set up for one lakh people uh, in Dwarka. And that was a gigantic task on its own because to put up a stage uh, in, nine days. in nine days and to put up 
you know, all the security towers, the water arrangements, because it was getting warm in Delhi, so we did some mist fans for the devotees. We had to make adequate uh, arrangements for water, cold drinking water for the devotees, because they would start arriving at 3 p.m., waiting for Bhagwan's darshan at 6 p.m., 5.36 p.m. So all those arrangements were put in place, the medical arrangements, the medical camps, the food arrangements for the Sevadal as well as the devotees. So there was all these things were built around the Dwarka grounds where the main darshans were. Mm. So essentially, this was a huge task and uh, uh, to the in, goes to the credit of the entire team and to the grace of Bhagwan that it was all accomplished. Eighth night before Swami's arrival, we had this all ready. Although the first darshan was on the 10th evening uh, there, but we wanted to be ready with, uh, by the 8th night. And with His grace, everything was in place on the 9th night of the 8th. How was the feeling on 8th night? Well, I would say a mixed one, to be honest. Um, we are humans, so there's always a question mark. Have I done enough? Is it adequate? Will this make my Bhagwan happy? So there are all those things which are lurking at the back of your mind. Um, but we wanted to do our best. And in our hearts, we felt that whatever in human capacity we can do, we have done. And as I said at the outset, it is only His grace with which we can work this out. I don't think any organization, it can be only Satasanya organization because it has the divine name attached to it, that only Satasanya organization can do something like this in such a short period. The police was shocked with the way we were going, at what speed we were going, what kind of thought process had gone behind putting the security arrangements at the Dwarka grounds to facilitate the devotees. As a matter of fact, when we met additional commissioner of police, Mr. Ujwal Mishra, we showed him all the presentations, all our traffic plans, all our routing plans, all our you know, arrangements, security arrangements, both at the Satasai International Centre as well as in Dwarka grounds. And I said, sir, if you allow me, my team can come and make a presentation to you. And he said, there is no need. We are more than satisfied. He says, never has a private organization come forward with such elaborate plans. You have actually done 99% of our work. That's what they told us. And uh, a day before that, I had met the police advisor to the Lieutenant Governor Delhi, Mr. Tajinder Khanna. Uh, the gentleman's name is Shantanu Sain. So I took this presentation also to him. And uh, he was astounded with the level of preparation that had gone behind, uh, you know, looking at every aspect of the visit. And, uh, and I think the compliment to the Satasang organization was that he said, I think we should tell the Lieutenant Governor of Delhi and the Chief Minister to hand over the Commonwealth Games preparation to Satsasai organization. These were his comments. And uh, Mr. Sain also came for Bhagwan's Darshan to Satsasai International Centre with his family for about four times, almost every day uh, he would be there. And he was amazed at the level of, you know, how we function as an organization. He said he had never seen anything like this before in terms of such orderly fashion, how people were conducted in, how they were taken care of. That's how... Bhagwan's love flows. You know, his Sevadal is essentially uh, hosting the devotees. They're only facilitating. Yeah. And how many Sevadals were there on the We job? had 7,500 Sevadals, about uh, 3,800 Sevadals from Delhi and rest of the Sevadals from our neighboring states, sister states of uh, Punjab, Haryana, Rajasthan, Uttar Pradesh, Uttaranchal, and Jammu and Kashmir. They had all descended on Delhi uh, one day before, which is the 8th of April, to assist us with the whole process. So we have about seven and a half thousand Sevadals. And uh, in, during the entire visit, all the roads across Delhi were taken over by our Sevadal. Oh. Uh, we assisted the Delhi traffic police to manage the entire routing where Bhagwan went. And this was done in quite rapid way because, you know, how Bhagwan would decide something and then we quickly would have to deploy these people on different routes. It's a challenge to living up to his yeah, uncertainty. <laughs> to, to live up to his uncertainty. And it was, uh, you know, but with his grace, it all happened very beautifully. As you, as you mentioned, to, when there is faith, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And that unstinting faith is very, very important. A first step towards getting closer to divinity. Mm. So Delhi was prepared, very well prepared. So tell us, how did the <laughs> D-Day go? Beautiful preparations were all set in place. Uh, we had actually got a dress rehearsal done a day before mm. for the entire drill, right from the airport, right to the center. And... Um, 
the D-Day, myself, uh, Shri Rasgotra ji, our elder, and uh, Shri S.K. Birla ji, another senior member of the Satasanya organization in Delhi. All three of us, we were at, uh, the, at the Indira Gandhi International Airport. I can share with you when I was with Swami's chair in the ambulift, going up to the plane to receive Bhagwan. I think those were the finest moments of my life. To see that finally Bhagwan in physical form was ascending on Delhi and to bless all his children here in Delhi who had been waiting for this long. There were many wet eyes, many, many wet eyes to finally see and realize that this day had come in our lives. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, extremely unbelievable. So Swami drove from the airport He to came to from the airport. There was a procession uh, on the Bhishan Pitama Marg where our Satisai International Centre uh, appurtenance to this road. So there was a band, there was a Veda chanting group, there was a Balvikas Veda chanting group in the front, uh, the, which led Bhagwan's convoy to the arrival place in the International Centre. Uh, as he arrived, uh, Purnakumam was offered to him and uh, he blessed the Purnakumam. Shri General Shibar Sahib uh, gave a rose to Bhagwan and then started the welcome song which was beautifully done by our musical group in Delhi. All on the other side as Bhagwan ascended on the International Centre Portico, on the other side were thousands of people waiting to have that first glimpse of the Lord mm. and uh, there was an applause and there was joy everywhere. Finally, we were realizing those moments which we were dreaming for so long. It was a dream come true. Mm. So Swami reached at what time? Uh, he reached about 5.30 in the evening at the centre. Yeah. And then hopefully he would have retired for the yeah, evening. Yeah, he gave darshans and then he retired, retired. for the day. Yeah. Day. So the next day? Next day, the morning routine used to be uh, at the international centre, morning darshans, which would start with a Veda chanting at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, 9 o'clock the bhajans would start and wait till Swami's formal darshans in the morning, followed by an arati. And uh, in the evenings, uh, we would have darshans at Satsang International Centre. And on two days, on the 10th and the 13th of April, Bhagwan went to Dwaraka. So that day also in the evening, we had darshans at Satsang International Centre uh, before he left for Dwaraka. And there were various programs. Every day we had uh, an important program lined up, which was blessed by Bhagwan. For all these days, seven days, finally, those seven days did happen. When God makes the promise, He always fulfills it. And that's what, you know, there was a lot of speculation that Swami may leave on the 13th, He may leave on the 14th, He may leave on the 12th. But finally, we got complete seven days in Delhi, which was His original, Unki Vani Se Jo Nikla Tha. Seven days is good. And I always tell all my brothers and sisters who work with me that when God says something, it is the ultimate truth. It is a prime example of that. So what was the program on the 10th? Was there any program? morning, uh, Bhagwan gave the darshan in the morning and then uh, he went to the primary school side of the Satasai International Centre. We run a small school there, which is uh, basically for the slum children. Hmm. So he went through the building, he saw the library, he saw our uh, training centre there on the first floor and thereafter he came down and there was a 20-minute slum children's program and he enjoyed that program and after that he went back to the international center side where his residence was and he retired for the day and then he came back in the evening which was saturday evening gave darshans at the international center and then sat in the vehicle and went to dwarka to give the public darshans there mm-hmm. there was a massive crowd over 80 90000 people waiting in dwarka that would have been a fantastic it experience it was a fantastic it was a grand grand stage on which swami ascended and um, and there were a lot of lot of people as a matter of fact since the ni- since the 8th of april uh, on the television on not only on the television but on the radio uh, our radio fm and radio mirchi which is the two primary channels in, in delhi was giving sai bhajans from 5 to 6 in the morning oh. and also every 30 minutes there were announcements of bhagwan's arrival into delhi oh, okay. uh, so there was a lot of build up of crowd in dwarka on that day for how long swami was there in swami dwarka? was there for about an hour that evening there was a bal vikas program on 10th evening which was basically on national integration and unity highlighting swami's message of oneness brotherhood uh, universality and love for motherland. I think that was the basic essence of that program. And compassion for the elder. 
that was that was all principal tenets of all principal tenets of bhagwan's teachings mm. which he has enunciated right from the beginning mm. were now depicted in this uh, 40 minute drama which was done by the delhi balukas mm. then he went up to the stage took a photograph with the with the balukas children mm. blessed them and uh, left for satsang international center for that day okay so that is how the day 2 went in now uh, this historic visit so let's now come to day 3 i think that was a very important day day 3 was very important day because uh, this was a day that not only bhagwan gave darshan in the morning and the evening at satsang international center but it was sunday uh, and we had organized a program right next to parliament house which is a place called mavalankar hall and uh, at mavalankar hall we had invited uh, the bureaucrats the judges of the supreme court various legal luminaries technocrats uh, people from the diplomatic missions to come to a, an intelligentsia meet which was titled uh, the sign way for human advancement swami blessed uh, three speakers for that evening the first was uh, shri sunil mittal uh, the chairman of the bharti airtel group uh, the second was our revered elder shri giriji followed by our revered elder uh, shri jeevankar raman ji so three speakers spoke that evening uh, at the mavalankar hall highlighting swami's mission the dimension of his mission and the growth of his mission worldwide i was very touched with what sunil mittal said he laid out the essential tenets of bhagwan's mission and how he, he after having his first darshans in 1970 he having been married in a family which was of sign devotees and he came in the 70s to prashant nilayam that how over the years he has been so impressed with basic fundamental principles that swami has enunciated one of secularism one of love one of the good compliment was he said he has never come across a sign devotee there is a eternal goodness in all of them which is all because of bhagwan's blessing you know which was one of the comments uh, he made at his speech that evening it was very well attended cabinet secretary shri kem chandrashekhar ji was sitting in the audience very very senior people were sitting in the audience on that day it was all done in bhagwan's immediate presence and um, after the speeches were over came down on the audience side and then the drama started which was done by the delhi youth based on bhagwan's teachings as enunciated in bhagavad gita and the title of the drama was life is a game played so this was done by the delhi youth uh, and uh, aarti was offered at the end of the program and swami left for uh, kulwantrai ji's house that evening there was a dinner at his house that evening so he left and then after we finally went to international center where he retired that evening so that was a very important day that was a very had very important the intelligence of delhi yes people Being who have not exposed and uh, what happened after that program was that i started getting calls from various diplomatic missions people who had, in, had been invited on that day that they wanted to now come to satya sai international center to take bhagwan's darshan hmm. so which we facilitated over the next few days you know uh, we had uh, chilean ambassador come with his entire group of his counselors and others ecuador embassy several people who called us they said you know we attended this program on 10th evening we would like to come and take bhagwan's darshan at the center so i think it had its own salutary effect delhi in that sense is a difficult city because it's full of uh, very um, heavily loaded uh, men and women with all kind of ideas and i think uh, may not be aware of the dimension and the depth of swami's message and mission they were exposed to that fact and what greater opportunity to be exposed to that in his divine presence mm. and so it it went off with bhagwan's grace very well and uh, i think you gave me one brochure Yes. title love all sir all it was also so, done very beautifully was it distributed to them it was distributed uh, we gave uh, three items uh, every attendee to that program had a brochure love all sir all which essentially outlined uh, the saga of love and compassion and the service that bhagwan has unfolded on earth in the past 70 years outlining his water mission his education mission his work in the field of education more recently his work in urissa housing it was all outlined in this uh, and his medical mission at the two hospitals and the two general hospitals now it was all outlined in this 
As a matter of fact, when I sent an advance copy of this to Sunil Mittal, he told me that he had never seen such a presentation of uh, Bhagwan's work before. So this was given in cover book, uh, Conversation Between God and Man. And then uh, we had the DVD made of uh, various projects that Swami has blessed and which are now in operational stage all across the country, uh, which was made in DVD form and given as part of the docket to every attendee who came to the program on the 10th evening. They had something really... Concrete. To take home. Yes, yes. Apart from what they saw. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There were several secretaries of government of India, very, very senior officers who were sitting in that audience. Now that the event is over, now we're getting these messages on the emails and on our website. The wave, the Sai wave. The Sai wave. You yeah. can see the... We can see the impact, impact now. now. So how did the next day go then? Day four. Well, day four was also a very important day. Because um, apart from morning darshans at Sasai International Centre and the evening darshan at the International Centre, it was an important day because the Baha'i community of Delhi... You know that they, we have a Baha'i house of worship, which is famously known as a Lotus Temple. Yes. There's a landmark in the city of Delhi. Delhi, yes. Uh, must for every tourist. Must for every tourist and um, very beautifully made. It has a hall of silence inside yes. uh, where you cannot converse. All you do is just sit there and meditate. And it's a very, very charged place in that sense. And the, so the Baha'i community had extended an invite to Bhagwan. Some two months back, oh, okay. a formal invite was sent to Bhagwan. So uh, that is how this whole thing came that's about? That's how its whole thing came. Mr. Javed Anwar, who is the head of the Baha'i House of Worship in Delhi, and Mr. Jivnani, who is the head of the Information Center, we received a formal invite from them that they had come to know that Bhagwan was coming to Delhi. And it will be their great fortune that if uh, Bhagwan would accede to their request to visit the Baha'i House of Worship during the visit to Delhi which I had placed at Swami's lotus feet on the 12th of February uh, when we had originally come the second time to make the prayer to Bhagwan, And um, so he was there. Uh, the entire entire senior community, Baha'i community was there to receive Bhagwan uh, at the top of the hill uh, on which this uh, temple is situated. He was conducted inside, made to sit in the center of the hall. And thereafter, uh, it was the Baha'i community which sang glorious songs. A choir was conducted in divine presence by the Baha'i community where they sang in Telugu, they sang in Kannada, they quoted Bible, they quoted Bhagavad Gita, Guru Granth Sahib, cross-section of... Uh, because I think their philosophy is quite in tune with the Sarvadharma philosophy that Bhagwan has initiated. So it was a good 30 minutes program. It was limited to 300 people uh, in that hall because... You know, that was what the Baha'i community had invited. So it was about a 30-35 minutes program there at the Baha'i Center. Uh, Bhagwan was taken around uh, the temple by the head there and then uh, finally bid farewell at about 12.30 uh, that afternoon when we headed uh, to Justice Bhagwati's house for lunch that afternoon. Okay. And how did the evening go? I must share with this uh, the divine love between the Lord and His devotee. I was witness to this. A day before, uh, there was uh, uh, the secretary to Sri Vajpayee had come to the center, and we were looking at various options. Of he wanted to come, you know, Vajpayee is a long-standing devotee, an ardent devotee of Bhagwan Baba, the and former uh, prime minister, former of prime India. minister of India. When Swami inaugurated the Satyasai International Center on the 12th of March 1999, he was sitting next to Bhagwan on that day. Uh, we have beautiful pictures we have of that. beautiful pictures of that day. He had not been keeping well for some time now and uh, age-related issues. So he, his secretary had come and he, we were looking at ways and means of how he can come to the center to Bhagwan's darshan. And look at the benevolence of the Lord on that evening, on the 12th evening, after the evening bhajan and the arati was over, Swami indicated that he would now go to the bhakta. So he went to the residence of Vajpayeeji. So that it evening. was Swami's initiative. He wanted to Swami go. Swami blessed him with his divine presence in his own house. This is the saga of pure love between the master and his devotee. I was witness to that. I was completely taken over with that love. That this is a level of compassion that Saima has for his children that when the bhaktas call come, when it's true devotion, he always accedes to the request. 
and so he personally went they spent we don't know what happened inside because it was a pure conversation between him and shri vajpayee ji uh, nobody is witness to that it was a divine conversation between the two of them that evening was another eye opener for me but for uh, everyone personally. it was a revelation it was a revelation for all of us and the next day i guess was a day of celebration you well, had the baisakhi it was the new year day uh, in north india there were sizable people from the sikh community it's a day when they do the crop cutting in punjab it's really a day of joy it's a day of joy gaiti and uh, and fun and uh, so that morning the times of india carried a full page photograph of bhagwan with the wheat sprout at the bottom of his feet so it was uh, baisakhi day and uh, bhagwan came from his residence gave darshan at satsang international center what we had organized on that day was from our satsang village integrated program we had collected 1000 couples to sit in the divine presence that morning we had vastradan narayan seva that morning okay. in divine presence bhagwan blessed each of the couple with a very high quality safari suit and silk sari to all these recipients and 1000 uh, couples were placed before swami's stage he blessed all of them once the distribution was over bhagwan actually went amidst them to give them prasadam and vibhuti and other you know his photograph so that was a very very beautiful morning where uh, the daridra narayan was amidst them to shower his grace i think delhi would have never celebrated baisakhi like this before never 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 before and that evening i think also was special yeah, evening was special because um, our very famous folk composer and um, singer hans raj hans was waiting at dwarka uh, praying for bhagwan's benevolence to allow him to sing in his divine presence so that evening he sang uh, three sufi compositions all glorifying the lord his mission i was astounded with the depth of his knowledge of what bhagwan had done for the world in his compositions he modulated all of that to include uh, bhagwan's uh, divine benediction on the masses on earth essentially so uh, bhagwan blessed him it was a very very beautiful evening before that uh, in the afternoon that afternoon of uh, 13th he went to brother rajiv mahajan's house for lunch Mm. so that evening he graced me with an opportunity to host oh. him for dinner oh, at okay. my residence yeah. swami with all the elders and students that he had come along gave us an opportunity to host him at at my residence which was also another landmark event in my life uh, and on the, on the baisakhi on the baisakhi day you know what a beautiful it day it couldn't have been better couldn't have been better and i don't know what in purva janma must have done uh, to get this opportunity with the lord mm. so we completed day 5 and day 6 was day 6 was 14th morning darshans at satsang international center evening darshans also at satsang international center the interlude that day was uh, bhagwan went to satsang vidya vihar swami school in delhi where there was uh, drama uh, by the students of satsang vidya vihar which is called shri satsang katha from bhagwan's younger days they had picked up scenes which were performed before swami swami spent some time there he took some refreshments and thereafter uh, he headed to berry's house an old mm. devotee of bhagwan mm. and then subsequent to that another third lunch that day which was at uh, brother lalit seth's house in mm. delhi and finally swami came back to the center at 4:30 that afternoon swami was busy 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 whole day just giving giving himself yeah. completely to, to devotees to, to the devotees yes and that evening he gave darshans at satsang international center and next morning obviously it was 15th it was now our devotee brothers from simla mm-hmm. uh, who were going to be graced with his divine presence so we were very very happy for them as well swami pr- was preparing in the morning to leave for simla and uh, he came and he gave morning darshans at the center and then he left for the delhi airport uh, to take his flight to simla mm-hmm. and delhi is lucky because somi came back again from shimla to delhi yeah the seventh day seventh the day. seventh day promise so <laughs> <laughs> so mm. you know uh, finally uh, after spending a day which was 16th in shimla 17th swami returned to delhi so 17th afternoon he arrived about 12:30 into delhi and went to the center there was a welcome again by with the poorn kumbham there and thereafter he uh, sort of retired for the day and then the evening he came down to give darshans 
very very senior people ambika soni ji very old devotee daughter of shri nakul sen yes. uh, who was a governor of maharashtra and goa for a long time and a very old family uh, of bhagwan's devotees and uh, young parliamentarian navin jindal came with his family to take bhagwan's blessing uh, on that evening uh, so bhagwan gave darshans the aarti was taken and uh, he retired for the day on mm. on 17th evening mm. and aging was one the... one more darshan on 18th, 18th. this was especially a darshan for the sevadals of right. delhi mm. uh, we had the sevadal darshans for all north indian states on the 15th because they were returning home on that day for delhi sevadal we had the darshans on the 18th morning along with this was a massive build up on that day because everybody knew that swami was leaving for puttaparthi mm. so both on the roads as well as inside it was full to the brim mm. uh, and bhagwan blessed uh, uh, wrist watches to every single sevadal oh. so that was distributed as a memento of this memorable visit to delhi which will be their most prized possession i'm sure for the rest of their lives so bhagwan gave darshans he took aarti and then he finally left for uh, so what time was it when bhagwan left bhagwan left at about 12:10 in the afternoon and so that flight could be taken at about 1 1:15 from the international airport you know coming to dwell a little more on this visit yes what according to you was the main impact of this visit on different sections of people you have all kinds of people in delhi organization non organization the common janta mass and the elite and the political class i have a few observations on this you see it takes many janmas to get the transformation in your life but for those who are already on the path it was one step forward for those who are not exposed to this at all i think it was first step forward and for those who are hanging in between you know it was a nudge to move forward to a better life okay what swami's divine presence does we are all aware his glance his sambhashan what it does to you is it has its own transformative effect on you every single glance every single look of him and his robe even his robe from a distance has a transformative effect on people i think uh, as far as the organization is concerned uh, we had about 2000 youth which was involved in management of this event uh, all our elders they gave a lot of support in terms of guiding us uh, but it was a youth power uh, in delhi which basically managed the event uh, the entire event right from planning to the execution to its final fruition how successful it was i'm no person to gauge that only bhagwan can can gauge that but i think uh, the youth was charged completely you know and i think it will go long way down in terms of expansion of our work here in the north uh, so in so far as within the organization i think it had a huge impact and it was also a hunger there was a huge hunger there uh, you know huge desire and hunger to have swami come to delhi i think he satiated our hearts with his divine presence so in that sense that was one transformative effect in terms of general masses who came who had not had the privilege of having the divine darshan i think their saga has started uh, in my assessment and i think swami between he and the bhakta that slowly and gradual process of transformation starts obviously one my i also had one first day you know when i had bhagwan's darshan or you each one of us has had that first day so for a lot of them it was their first day and uh, you know 11 years back i had my first day in the year 1999 okay down the road i'm sure there were millions there who sat in that audience in dwaraka or at such a sai international center or on the road sides of delhi you know who took the glimpse of bhagwan and i think their lives would certainly change for the good there would be a transformative effect to that effect for for the future and for future generations also you know uh, in this uh, glorious saga of sai it is not single lifetime which gets transformed it transforms for generations ahead uh, that is the glory of this of the sai and so essentially that and i think uh, time will tell you know um, that what impact this historical visit had on delhi 
uh, obviously from the kind of emails and responses that I'm getting from the diplomatic community, from the intelligentsia that attended the meeting of the 10th or subsequently came for Bhagwan's Darshan at Satsana International Center, having had, having, having had attended that meeting, uh, I think it will have its own salutary effect. We heard there were guests even from the president's house who came to see Bhagwan. Well, I think Bhagwan's uh, president uh, of India's uh, family uh, came on the 10th. Uh, mm-hmm. The entire family came for Swami's blessing on that day. We had Shri L.K. Dwani ji with his family one day. As a matter of fact, two days they both came. Najma Heptullah ji, who was the ex-speaker, deputy speaker of Rajya Sabha, she came. We had Sushil Kumar Shinde ji, the cabinet minister, come. Shri Praful Patel Central Civil Aviation Minister Shri Shivraj Patil ji he came with his entire family of 20 uh, to take Bhagwan's darshans um, we had Air Chief Marshal Shri Nayak come one day with his family to take Swami's blessing we had people from across a section of community across Delhi who came for Bhagwan's beloved darshan we had Mrs. Indu Jain of Times of India group come uh, and, and take darshans of Bhagwan. So there were thousands there who were, were thousands, touched. Yeah. Several secretaries, the list is endless. Endless. You know, mm-hmm. we had secretaries from the government of India, joint secretaries, government of India. His benevolence and his grace had a huge percolating effect. Time will tell us, you know, yes. how this transformation will build into this grand uh, transformation that Bhagwan has ordained will happen to Bharata and the entire world. Mm-hmm. And as the state president of Delhi, what do you think uh, this visit will do to the organization? Well, as I said, it has, uh, it has suffused the Sai organization in Delhi with great energy. Uh, Swami has clearly laid down the path, uh, the growth path for us. Uh, his, his physical presence has brought that transformative effect, uh, the purity which is very, very essential. You know, in the cosmopolitan cities like Delhi or other places, there are a lot of other sundry sort of, you know, effects uh, or demands on your life, you know, which can often survey you away from the path that our Lord has ordained for us. I think it has done the course correction, if you ask me. It has done the course correction uh, for us as individuals in our individual sadhana, and as an organization, a clear uh, path as to what we would like through the service that Swami ordains, how we can bring transformation to our own lives first. We are not an organization which does service to others. As Swami says, the service to others is service first to your own self. You know, So what it would bring to us is the realization, I think, which has dawned on this generation, my generation mm-hmm. of young signed devotees who are now suffused with his love and energy and the spirit of service that where we want to go from here with his divine blessings. I think this 2000 youth being energized is a huge plus for the organization. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You had to see the streets of Delhi, how they just simply took took over. You know, the traffic police was just standing, were bystanders. And these people were the ones who were managing the traffic in Delhi. Mm. So they were all young, enthused Sign devotees in Delhi of Bhagwan, who were charged with his divine presence, wanted to see no hitch- glitches mm-hmm. on his path when he was traveling through the city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I think it, it has had a huge impact mm-hmm. as an organization. As and I think it has had a huge transformation. Mm-hmm. Every, every single day when you work in the Sai mission, it has its own transformative effect. Absolutely. You know? We all maintain very busy schedules in big cities. Uh, especially in a city like Delhi, uh, which is a difficult city in a lot of ways, if you really ask me. The way I work is every morning I go to Swami's altar and I pray to Bhagwan, Bhagwan, you manage my day. This is another day that you have given me in this lifetime so that I am able to do service which you have ordained me to do, which ultimately is to my own benefit, you know, when I do that. So I think that's, that's an essential element and that's the spirit which has been kindred. Uh, if you allow me to say that. Amazing. It was basically a sanctifying experience for everyone. Absolutely. As the the youth cleared the way for Swami, Swami was clearing the way on their spiritual development. Absolutely. There is no doubt. And when I began this conversation, I said, this was, this Navaratri, the nine nights and the nine days were complete transformation in everybody's life. 
there would never be another navratri in our life in our life like this ever ever again that he gave us this opportunity uh, and it can never happen you know if you witness you will see it in the videos the size and the dimensions of these various events and and the pandals that were put together you will be amazed at how can this happen in 9 days it is only his grace and his continuous flowing grace uh, that it could happen there's no other way no human can do that you know even thousand humans cannot do that it can only happen with his divine grace absolutely delhi was purified and i think we all here in radio sai as well as all the thousands who listen to radio sai also must be feeling very sanctified listening to this divine odyssey of bhagwan it was such an important visit and uh, we are so thankful to you sir for sharing us the details of this landmark visit and what we will also do is we'll have a companion article in heart to heart our web journal so that people can see the pictures as well as a few video clips of this landmark event thank you so much for your time and we wish you come back to us with lot more good news and good stories like this in the future thank you for the opportunity You just heard Mr. Jatinder Chima, State President of Sri Satya Sai Organization of Delhi NCR Region, recounting and reflecting on Bhagwan Baba's historic visit to the capital city of India, New Delhi, in the month of April 2010. This was an episode of our series, Trust with Divinity. wherein we bring you stories from people who have been touched by the love of bhagwan papa this conversation was recorded in the studios of radio sai in the month of may 2010 we hope you enjoyed this program if you have any comments or suggestions please feel free to send us an email as always to listener@radiosai.org Thank you and Sai Ram.